0: Welcome to an inspiring message from Pastor Gillian Cameron, Senior Pastor of Arise Church in New Zealand. We know this message will encourage, inspire and
1: empower you. You know, uh, as people, we all face a universal issue. We all face problems. We're all facing challenges. Uh, Every one of us, no doubt this morning, has come into this building and we've got a challenge or we've got an issue or we've got a problem or we've got a difficulty because you know what, problems are universal. And uh, all of us this morning could not say that, hey, I'm problem free. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't it be wonderful if we didn't have problems or didn't have difficulties? But I think sometimes the nature of life is that, you know, you solve one problem and then then the next pops up. And it can feel sometimes like we are in an endless game of whack-a-mole. And uh, I don't know if you've seen whack-a-mole, but it's like this game where this cat is trying to get all these um, moles that keep popping out of holes, and the cat tries to get one mole and he gets one, and then the next one pops up, and then the next one pops up. Or if it's like an arcade game, then you have like a hammer, and you take your hammer, and the moles are popping out of their holes, and you're like getting that mole down and then the next mole comes up and maybe in your life, the next problem comes up and you get your hammer and you hit that problem and you hit that one, but before you know it, all of a sudden, those problems, they're coming up everywhere and you're like swinging the hammer like this. And you just can't get to each of the moles. You just, you cannot get all those moles in their holes, darn it. (laughs) And isn't that just the nature of life, that you know you solve one problem and then the next rears its head? Well, I want you to know that just like you, I've had years of experience in dealing with problems. And uh, this year, usually for me, conferences just seem to attract problems. It's like this amazing, I guess, spiritual opposition. But this year's passionate conference was no different. On the Monday morning of the week of conference, I woke up and discovered that, of course, John was absent somewhere. Perhaps he'd already left for work. And I looked out my bedroom window, and coming down my chimney were this black cascade of moving insects. And it, oh, make the skin on your back crawl. You know, it's like something out of Fear Factor on my house. And there's this insects, they're pouring out of the chimney, they're coming down, and there's like hordes of them. And as I look at the chimney, more and more keep, they're falling over on themselves, piles and piles of black, crawling insects. So I'm panicking, I'm like, this is disgusting, my house is an insect infestation, what am I going to do? And so I'm like, right, first of all, let's be animal friendly. And I called Doc department of conservation they're like oh no sorry we don't we don't do anything to save insects call pest control so i call pest control and uh, i ring up pest control i'm say please it's urgent it's urgent you need to come and deal with this problem i'm freaking out my house is covered it's like my house is black and crawling i cannot cope so They urgently respond to my query, praise the Lord, and send over Mr. Insect Pest Control. He turns up and he comes up to my bedroom. I'm already feeling uncomfortable, but he comes up into my room, looks out the window, and goes, wow. Wow, I've never seen anything like this in all my seven years on pest control. I'm like, of course you haven't. It's conference week course, you've never seen anything like it. He goes, no, never in a domestic situation, maybe in the wild, but wow, this is amazing. And I said to him, I said, what, well, what is it? Is it is, what are we going to blast it with? Let's kill these things. And he goes, oh no, no, these are just flying ants. You don't have to do anything. And I'm like, okay, great, great, great. And you know what? He didn't go. He didn't leave because he was so excited. I mean, I guess if the insects are your thing, he was just putting on his glasses, special glasses to look at the insects and watch them and saying, this is magnificent. <laughs> Never seen anything like it. And I'm like, I've got things to do, this is great, but we're not doing anything, let's go, let's go. Okay, that same week, Fog rolled in up and down the country, so of course people couldn't fly into Passionate Conference, and so we were all praying, God, lift the fog. And then on Friday morning, before I leave the conference, my cat, who was a very good cat, unlike the puppy, my cat, who was a very good cat, begins vomiting throughout the house. Now, for some reason, John had left, and I was left hunting for the bits of vomit to clean them up before I left the house for conference. So I'm telling you, I'm used to problems. This week was no different as well. I went to pack and save to get some bread and uh, John's car boot hit me in the head, my glasses dropped to the side. Before you know it, the car next has backed out and run over my glasses. Yep, I've been at the vet twice this week for the puppy, doing things that John is gonna owe me a very big present for. I'm very well acquainted. I'm very well acquainted with parts of the dog that I never wanted to be. Let's just put it that way. So I'm telling you, and then just to cap off this week, I thought, John's away, this is great, I'll I'll reduce down my cooking. I'm sure other people have thought of this. You know, you cook one meal for the kids, makes two nights of meals, less cooking. (laughs) And I thought, I will do a fast. (laughs) So I started my 10-day water fast and by the first night I was vomiting in the sink from withdrawing from caffeine too quick so my 10 day fast was a 1 day fast. <laughs> you know these are all problems and they're all challenges and they're all difficulties but I know that this morning some of us here today are actually dealing with some very serious challenges. And you know we can we can laugh at those things and we sure do but Somebody in this room is actually struggling with a very serious issue. And you need to know this morning that you are not alone in your challenge, that you are not dealing with that situation alone. God is with you. And all of heaven's resources are headed your way, my friends. And you just need to know this morning that God has got you. No matter how great this challenge or problem is that you face, God will be with you in it, and He will show you the way through, amen? Amen. You know, we're gonna need to learn as we go on this Christian journey (laughs) that problems are part of life. So then how are we going to get through it? How are we gonna overcome the problems? How are we going to be an overcomer? Well, firstly, we need to understand that problems are our passport. Problems are actually to be viewed differently, not as just, oh, another problem, but okay. This is gonna take me somewhere new. This is a challenge I've never encountered before, but God will move me forward in it. This challenge will take me into uncharted territory. See, a problem is a passport to another level. A problem is is an ability to go somewhere you've never been before. I know it's not much fun to think of it like that, but God wants us to view challenge as something, an obstacle that we are to leap over, not to be stopped by. You know, there's a saying where uh, it says, new level, new devil. Or you could say, new level, new problem. New level, new challenge. But we've got to go higher and further and longer and have endurance in the call of God. And part of that is gonna be learning that problems are a passport. The first thing I want us to know this morning is that overcoming faith is a belief that no problem is too big. Tell the person next to you, no problem is too big. You see, overcoming will start with a decision, I'm gonna take this challenge on. I'm gonna gonna take this on. And it starts with that decision because we have to get bigger than any problem that we face. We have to understand that no situation can defeat our faith. No situation, no problem is gonna be bigger than the faith that God can put inside us to face this problem. See, 1 John 5, 4, which is my key scripture for today, says this, everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. See, we have victory in God over our problems, over our challenges when we go to faith. You see, we needed this overcoming spirit, don't we? Which comes from faith. I wanna read out to you what the Psalmist wrote who understood this when problems had begun to overwhelm him. It says in Psalm 116, verse three. The cords of death entangled me. The anguish of the grave came upon me. I was overcome by trouble and sorrow. Then I called on the name of the Lord. Oh Lord, save me. You delivered my soul. I believed, therefore I said. See, the psalmist knew what it was to be overcome with trouble and sorrow. We know what it is, don't we? When a problem just seems too big, seems too great for us to solve, we feel overcome. But I wanna ask you today, are you overcome or do you overcome? Are you overcome or do you overcome? See, God wants us as people to learn how to overcome, to learn how to get through, no matter how great that challenge or that difficulty is. And there is a key that the Psalmist puts in this Scripture. He says, I believed, therefore I said. So number two, how we speak about the problem makes a difference. How we speak about it makes a difference. You see, what is the problem that you face this morning? What is the challenge that you've walked in here thinking, I'm not sure how this is gonna work out? Maybe you've got a challenge with a child who needs extra support. Maybe you've got a challenge at work where you need to grow in the role to keep the job and you're not sure how. Maybe you're facing health challenges for you or a family member. Maybe you've got some marriage difficulties that have got quite severe and you're not communicating with each other. The intimacy and the spark is gone. Maybe you're experiencing financial pressure, relational difficulties. Perhaps you're struggling again with that old addiction that you thought you'd managed to get rid of or a temptation that just won't stop popping up its head from the hole. My friends, whatever the problem that you're facing today, we make a choice, firstly, that I won't be overcome by it, but I will overcome it through the Spirit of Christ living within me. So our belief that through Jesus we can overcome is crucial our belief through Jesus, we can overcome. This is crucial. I believed, therefore I said. See the Psalmist speaks from faith about a situation. See the Roman centurion, he understood this principle. He understood what it was to speak with faith when his servant was very ill and he calls on the Lord to come and heal his servant. And he says to Jesus, he he doesn't say to him directly, he just sends a message because he understands authority. And he says to him, just say the word and my servant will be healed. Just say the word. And Jesus says, man, I haven't seen such great faith. See, when we understand that if we speak out faith, God can use it to overcome the difficulty. God can use faith to overcome the difficulty because hope and faith are the substance which God can work with to bring forth a miracle. See, God only needs the seed of faith. He only needs the seed, the seed is the substance that He can begin to work with in your situation. So my friends, are you saying negative things? Are you saying I'm sick? Are you saying this marriage is over? Are you saying I'm giving up on this relationship? Are you saying I'm never getting out of debt? Are you saying this, this is weighing me down? Are you saying I can't keep going? Or are you instead going to change your speech to say you are the Lord who heals me. You are the one who redeems my life from the pit. You make a table for me in the presence of my enemies. No temptation will come to me beyond what I can bear. You will make me rise on the wings like eagles. Jesus, you own the cattle on a thousand hills. My needs are provided for, my bills are paid. Jesus, you empower me with a spirit of wisdom and revelation that I will find a way through. Whatever challenge I face. My friends, Luke 10:19 says, We have authority to overcome all the power of the enemy. We have authority to overcome all the power of the power of the enemy, all of the power, all of the power. See, not just one part of your problem, my friend, not just one aspect of your life, every area of your life, God has the power to overcome in your life. And when we understand that, we can face our challenges, we can stare them down, we can keep on going, we can stand our ground, we can stare the devil down, we can say devil not today, we can keep moving forward and we can face Face the challenges, full of faith in Jesus' mighty Name. You know, we serve an overcoming God. He overcame death, He overcame the grave. He's overcome every challenge and He wants us to overcome. So my friends, how are we gonna do that? I wanna give us this morning some keys so we can walk out of this room and say, I don't just believe that I can overcome, but I'm gonna know how to overcome with Jesus Christ at work within me. The first thing is it starts in our mind. What do you believe is possible this morning? Do you believe that marriage can be better? Do you believe that your finances could flourish, that you could be blessed to be a blessing? Do you believe this morning that you can overcome that addiction? that Jesus can break those chains? Do you believe that you're no longer a slave to fear, that fear doesn't have to hold you captive? Do you believe this morning that the spirit of boldness could be upon your life? What do you believe? It starts, my friends, with what you believe, because we have to think right to fight right. Think right to fight right. We're gonna fight those moles, amen? Think right to fight right. You know, this morning I also wanna say, look, don't don't worry. If this morning you walked in, you're saying, "Gillian, I've got more than one challenge. (laughs) You know, you're talking about this, but hey, everywhere I go, I've got a problem. I don't have peace at home. I don't have peace at work. I don't have peace in my family. You know, I want you to know, don't worry if you are facing more than one problem or more than one area of challenge. Don't worry, my friends. God has got you in this. He will take you through. Don't worry, because you know what? There was a woman in the Bible and she had seven problems. She had seven challenges. There were seven demons that were afflicting her life. And I don't know about you, but I'd call the demons a challenge. I'd call them a fairly significant problem, but they were no problem to Jesus. He delivered her of all seven. So even though we might feel like we have too many problems, a legion is no problem to Jesus. Seven is no problem to Jesus. Doesn't matter how many things you feel you've got going on right now, Jesus can overcome them all if we would hold to faith in Him. So then, how are we gonna learn to be an overcomer this morning? How are we gonna find the ability to keep going when life just keeps popping up those moles? Well, number three, God wants us to learn how to overcome. And I'm gonna give us some keys right now from Jacob's life. This is the life of faith. Jacob wrestled with God and he overcomes. So we're just gonna have a look at his story right now. Genesis 32 verse 22 says, That night, Jacob got up and took his two wives, yes, (laughs) say no more, Man, you think one wife is a lot of problems. His two female servants, his 11 sons, and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent over all his possessions. See, he's not just managing his family, he's managing a household. He's got a lot of stuff to manage. And I'm sure that you would have experienced in this room, the more you have to manage, the more problems you have. Great. So Jacob was left alone. Oh, that wonderful word. He's finally got rid of those wives, he's got rid of those servants, he's got rid of all the stuff he's gotta manage. Ah, Just a moment to breathe. I'm sure this was his man cave moment for all the men out there. This was his moment of tranquility. He was left alone, but what happened? A man wrestled with him till daybreak. because you have struggled with God and with humans and have overcome. You see, Jacob struggled his whole life, his whole life. I mean, seriously, you think you've got problems? Jacob had problems. I mean, he, he had them from before he was born. He in the womb, he's having a wrestling match with his twin brother. He comes out grasping at his heel. That's literally what Jacob's name means. He grasps at the heel. He came out grasping hold, he was struggling, he was fighting, and for Jacob, he wrestled with problems all his life. He had problems with his brother, Esau. He had problems with his father, Isaac. He had problems with his uncle, Laban. He had problems with his two wives, Leah and Rachel, who were kind of fighting and contentious. He had contention everywhere, problems everywhere. One wife couldn't conceive, the other just kept popping them out and then giving him his servant and all sorts of things. The poor guy, problems everywhere. He knew what it was to wrestle with problems, and his name means grasping at the heel. He was a wrestler. But the first thing that we notice about what happens here is that he was alone. If we were gonna learn to have the life of an overcomer, we have to learn to be alone with God. We have to learn that we cannot solve our problem by sharing it with somebody else. We have to solve it face to face with God, that He wants us alone so He can speak to us and bring solution to what we face. You know, we have to learn that we take our problems to prayer. We unpack our problem in prayer so that God will help us with it. You know, I love what Wearsby says. He says, God meets us at whatever level he finds us in order to lift us to where he wants us to be. See, sometimes, you know, we're we're pouring out our problem, but we're not pouring it out to God. The psalmist said, "I, I sought the Lord and he delivered me. He delivered me. I sought the Lord, some of us need to do that, get alone with God. You know, I'll never forget one time when we were um, getting ready to, to do a RISE conference, this is back many years ago now, and we just didn't have the right staff member within our team at the time, it was quite a small team back then. And I was praying and saying, God, we, just, we need to run this conference, we need somebody, but we can't see who this person is. And literally, while I was praying in my lounge room, I saw the face of David Monk, our general manager. Now, I saw the face of David Monk and I, it's like God said that's the guy. And you know what? You know what happened? David came in, did a great job with conference, but not only that, he has been one of the greatest blessings to our staff and team that we've ever had. He's now a general manager. Everything he does, he does with integrity, with diligence. He works so hard, but he carries such a lot with such grace. And David has been such a phenomenal blessing. But I want you to know that when we get alone with God and let him Give us the solution. His solution will be way better than anything we come up with on our own. Love you, David. Isn't he amazing? Can you give him a hand? He's just such a blessing to our church. John and I are just so thankful for everything, for you and Jamie, your beautiful children. But you know, sometimes we're trying to solve the problem ourselves. We we have to just bring the problem to God. God wants you to bring it to Him, not solve it yourself. The second thing we see from Jacob's story this morning is that letting God shape who we are, letting God shape our identity is crucial for an overcomer. See, here we see in this moment that that God says to him, because we know that the man that's wrestling with him was actually the Lord himself, he says to him, what is your name? What is your name? Now, the last time that Jacob was asked this, he lied. So God's saying, will you tell me who you really are so that you will allow me access into who you are? And so he says, my name is Jacob. But God says to him, your name will no longer be Jacob. Your name will be Israel. Because Jacob means grasp at the heel, means you're doing it in your own strength. You're doing it with your own ability. You're doing it with your own wisdom. But instead, your name will be Israel, which means triumphant with God, prevails with God. You will no longer be overcome, you will be an overcomer. See, He was given a new name, which is in line with the Revelation 2 promise to those who overcome, that they will be given a stone with a new name inscribed on it. See, when we get alone with God and He helps us to overcome, we get a fresh identity. We get a fresh understanding of who is in us and of who we are and of who He wants us to become. It had taken Jacob 20 years from Bethel, his first encounter with God, 20 years to get alone with God again and have this encounter. Don't let it be 20 years for you, my friends. Take your problem to God today. He's able to help you right now. He is waiting. He is waiting for you to turn your cry into a command. He is waiting for you, my friends, to learn what it is to wrestle in prayer, to prevail and see the solution come. You know, during that night of struggle, Jacob finally learned the last key that I'm gonna talk about today to overcoming problems, which was to stop resisting God and to surrender to Him, because to be an overcomer starts in surrender. See, Jacob's hip was put out, he lost his tendon in his hip, and he experienced that he became a cripple, but it was a crippling that crowned his life. And you know, sometimes we're struggling with a problem or a challenge and we want it to go, Paul said, I had a thorn in my flesh, but it it never left me. So your challenge might be something that's a lifelong journey in your life that you just continue to have to overcome. You continue to have to keep working on. Some things are resolved instantly because God is amazing like that. There are suddenlies in God, and some things we have to be resolute and keep on trusting, keep holding to faith. But it starts in surrender. It starts in laying down what we think and letting God's plan be outworked in our lives. You see, when God has our surrender, He can trust us with His power. When we surrender, He will trust us with His power to outwork solutions. You know, um, there is an amazing story of a woman who's alive in our time, whose name is Joni Erickson Tata. And she became a real picture for us of what it is to overcome. You know, she was a very young girl and she went diving in Chesapeake Bay and she didn't uh, know that the water was so low and she misjudged it and snapped her spinal cord in half. So from that moment on, this beautiful, active, sporty young woman became a quadriplegic. And she didn't understand why God had, had let this happen and she didn't understand, but she had to realize that it rains on the just and the unjust. And so she became went through a journey of two years of being depressed and down and, and doubting God. And then she suddenly decided she would begin to paint with her mouth And so she began to paint using a paintbrush in her mouth and her paintings began to sell and her hope began to grow and she began to realise that God was with her in the midst of her challenge. And you know what? She has gone on to be an amazing example of what it is to hold fast to faith in spite of challenges. She got married, she's got a loving relationship with her husband, she's gone on to do so many amazing things. But what a testimony of faith to overcome and whatever challenge it is, God will be with us, God will cause us to rise up, God will not leave us where we are. You know, I know that for some people in this room, there are challenges that you're facing that you feel like you cannot ever get away from. I want you to know, keep going, keep persevering. You know, I've faced some challenges that have made me wanna quit, I've gotta be honest. We're only human, right? We wanna quit sometimes, wanna go have the easy life. Pastoring people, some of you have a lot of problems. (laughs) You're all lovely. I love you all. None of you cause any problems. You're perfect. <laughs> but you know, there is, there's a burden to things, isn't there? And everybody in us, everybody who's living, there's a burden to life. There's a burden if we're gonna push forward. There's a burden if we're gonna grow or take things forward. You know, you can't expect to live without a struggle. But for all of us, we need this overcoming faith. When I was 18, The thing that has carried me through sometimes when I've felt like, oh, it's all too much. I was praying one time when I was 18 and I was alone with God and I saw this picture of myself and I was in a a dense jungle and the bush was thick and in my hand was a sword and I was slashing the jungle and I was creating a way through and it was hard work and it it was tiring and it was was demanding. Fortunately, I must have had good muscles and um, I was slashing my way through And then I realized I was was making this path. But even as I was making it, I thought, why am I doing this? And I felt the Spirit of the Lord say, look behind. And in this picture I had, or vision, I suppose, I looked behind and I could see a whole crowd of people following behind, who were starting to walk on this path that I had cut. Now, by the grace of God, hopefully that happens for me, yes, by the grace of God, not, not because of anything I do, but what I realized was, I just have to keep going. I just have to keep going because I don't know who is going to get the breakthrough, and who is going to walk on the path that I've forged because I overcame this challenge. My friends, you're going to overcome something in your life, and people are going to find a way through their challenge because you overcame yours. You will be the voice to them to keep them going, to find a way through whatever they face. You know, here at Arise, we solve problems in groups. We run life groups so that people who have had challenges with marriages, had challenges with raising kids in a godly way, had challenges with addictions, and all sorts of things, that we can work together, that people who have already cut a path can help us get on the path to freedom. So that's why we have those life groups. We're solving problems in groups. You've got to get alone with God. You've got to surrender to God. You've got to let your cry go to God so that your cry can become a command. And you've got to allow God to come in your life. And you know, you're holding on to your hammer because you know how to do it this way. We take up the hammer, but God wants you to lay down your hammer lay down your hammer how you think it should be done so that He can equip you with a sword, the drawn sword of the Spirit, the sword of the Word of God, the sword that will cause you to get the breakthrough in your life. See, we need to get some faith that we can overcome whatever challenge. And if it's not for us, it's for those that would follow behind us in Jesus' mighty Name. You know, this morning we need to understand, yeah, we need to understand faith is not the absence of problems. Faith is not the absence of weakness or difficulty, but faith is a reliance on the strength and power of God to live through it and to go beyond it. Somebody in this room, don't give up, don't quit, don't stop where you are, don't let those restrictions keep you bound, don't let that challenge take you out, but keep on going. If the band could come and join me right now, it'd be great. You need to keep on going, you need to not quit, my friend. That problem, it will not overcome you. Don't be overcome, but overcome it because the Spirit of Christ within you is the spirit of an overcomer. Oh, my friends, if I could put everything I've said in a nutshell for you this morning, it would be this, believe, believe that you will see the victory and you will because to be an overcomer means simply this, that you will carry off the victory. How you speak this morning about your problem matters. Don't speak out of negativity and defeat, but speak out of hope. Speak out of hope and speak out of faith that God has got you, no matter how hard it seems, no matter how much you wanna give up, no matter how much that problem is weighing you down, speak out of hope, speak out of hope. Think right to fight right. Get your thinking right, my friends. Let your thinking align with the Word of God, not with the newspapers, not with the fears that play through your mind, not with those anxious records that you play through your mind. Think right so you can fight right. Get alone with God, surrender it to Him. When God has your surrender, He will trust you with His power. Surrender your hammer, somebody in this room, come on. Somebody in this room, surrender your hammer so that you can be equipped with a sword this morning. Lastly, you know this morning, I want to say, don't try to get all the moles. Don't try to get all the moles, just do them one at a time because God always takes us step by step. It's a step by step. Don't try to do everything all at once. Just let God work through the process of taking you on that path so you would stay on the path. I want you to know that some of those issues that you're staring at right now, they will resolve with time. Like, you know, right now, this problem that you're facing today, it looks huge, it looks hard, it looks impossible. But a year from now, I promise you, you will look back And you will think, wow, I got through that. Wow, that wasn't so bad after all. Oh
0: wow, I see the goodness of God, that God had a plan all along. I see the faithfulness of God, that He didn't leave me in that. You will look back, I promise. You will look back and you will say, God was faithful. God was good. God moved me forward. God didn't leave me there. I had faith to stand my ground. I had faith to pick up the sword. I had faith to rise above the challenge. You see, God will move you forward, my friend.
1: Issues will resolve with time. Learn from others, solve problems in groups. And lastly, speak big, dream big, think big. Oh, and don't worry, my friends, if you feel, if you feel like you're in an endless battle with the moles, because Scripture says, our fight is not against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. But Jesus says to us this morning, take
0: heart, I have overcome the world. Take heart, take heart. He's already overcome the world. Every problem, every devil, every demon in hell, every darkness, every despair, every health challenge, everything that you have facing.
1: 1 John 5.4, everyone born of God overcomes the world. This is the victory that has overcome the world, even our faith. My friends, if you would just believe, if you would just have faith in Jesus, He overcame the grave, He will overcome what you face. He will overcome your challenge. I'm just gonna pray before I hand back to Ben. I wanna pray for every person here facing a problem, facing a challenge. Trouble won't throw you, won't break you. Trouble won't scare you. Problems will not prevail. You're gonna sing the night into the morning. You're gonna sing your fear into praise. This is a song, words. I'm gonna sing your soul into His presence. You're gonna sing the Name of Jesus and you're gonna let the devil know, not today. You're gonna know that the enemy panicked when Jesus took up the cross. You're gonna know that darkness cries mercy when He rolled back the rock. His love stood down death that crushed the devil's head. Fear is a liar. The fight is beneath your feet when we stand on the Name of Jesus. Let the devil know, not today. Somebody in this room right now, I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit that faith is coming back to life, that fear is going. I believe you will get through, I declare and I prophesy.
0: This will not stop you, this will not hold you back, but you will move forward in the purpose of God. You are an overcomer by the Spirit of Jesus. If you would like to find out more about Arise Church and Jillian Cameron, go to arisechurch.org.nz or follow them on Twitter at Gillian Cameron and at Arise Church.